successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get out of Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on KMBZ 980 AM. And I appreciate listening as well on iTunes via podcast and at GrillNationShow.com. Very excited about our show today. Uh, we are going to be having a lot of fun. Uh, this is show number 182 of the Grill Nation, and uh, we're going to talk to a two really great entrepreneurs here in our local community who have uh, built a uh, local and national brand here on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk to them. Before we get to them and I introduce them, I want to bring up our title sponsors and thank them for their support uh, and partnership with the radio show here. Uh, they are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Companies and Ryan Rink. Contributors to the Grill Nation show include the Rieger and Jay Rieger and Co. Ryan Maybe is a guest host and on-air contributor. The Kansas City Area Development Council, KCADC, and Tim Cowden. And Brian Sarf with True Wealth and Company. He's also a guest host and on-air contributor. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Also search me for me via social media. Just search my name. I'm on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook as well. On today's show, we're going to have on the two... Uh, People behind Charlie Hustle. Their website is Charlie Hustle, charliehustleshop.com, or did you change that? CharlieHustle.com. CharlieHustle.com. Drop, drop the shop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pulled up one of the many uh, things that I have pulled up, and it was about your, your store in the plaza, so I couldn't get the link there. Uh, Chase and Holly uh, McAnulty, welcome to the show. How are you guys? Thank you. Good morning. It's great to have you. Um, okay, so we met many years ago. Uh, when you kind of started the brand, yeah. Chase. Uh, <clears throat> so take us kind of through your background. I know that you've always had an affinity for uh, vintage T-shirts, and that kind of was the the kind of what got this started, right, in college? Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, I think just high school and college, I was all about, you know, what's the coolest shirt I could put on today, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I loved just the fit and feel of 70s and 80s T-shirts, um, and then more so the stories they told um, – 1985 Royals t-shirts, 88 Jayhawks t-shirts. You're not a Jayhawker, but you know, <laughs> actually, I, I have to tell you this story. I have I have a picture of me in fourth grade. Uh, a bunch of my mutual friends still bring it out from time to time. I have yeah. a, I have a Kansas <laughs> Jayhawks national going. championship shirt on from 1988. That's I awesome. still have it at my parents' house. It was uh, my grandmother gave it to me, and because uh, it was you. in Camperina, right? So she bought it for me, and I still have it. It's uh, it's vintage for sure. I mean, you probably could sell it for a couple hundred bucks. It's cool, yeah. but uh, I totally understand. I I kind of was the same way, and I look back at those things now in my house. It's like, wow, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's nostalgic. It's uh, you know, I think from you know, old concert tees, stuff like that. We still have thousands of um, vintage T-shirts at our office that we kind of use for different inspiration here and, and there. House. And, and house, yeah. <laughs> Chase is like the only guy in the world that can get away with probably having a basketball jersey on the wall of a house. 
is your company, right? Uh, well, well, not quite yet. <laughs> we just uh, we just settled into a new home, and that's uh, um, I've had to take everything to the office. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell you what. So, uh, so you did that and kind of had a different brand in college, right? That you yeah. sold things under, and you you realized probably this was just like a fun hobby. It wasn't maybe a a way to make a, a living. Well, that time. was that's that's what's interesting. I think um, you know when I was. 2021 i i started this vintage t-shirt blog it was called wicked threads with a z which was a terrible name um but it was cool back in the uh yeah yeah (laughs) that time it was cool it felt right you know um and i just you know i was writing about vintage t-shirts and i was we had a little shop i was selling actual like used vintage t-shirts i would like care for them and wash out all the stains you know you'd, you'd wash it six times just to, to so where'd you buy all these things out. where'd you buy all these well, thrift was, stores or where well it's kind of started out with thrift stores but um i was uh working with rag houses down in like houston texas okay they would take in a, like an abundance of clothing and they'd separate it into jeans and shirts and whatever it was and most of it would go to third world countries um but you know they also had a business kind of going with used clothing Wow. Um, and I would get basically 50 pounds of t-shirts sent to my parents' house mm-hmm. every week. Um, so if you can imagine, you know, what was going through my parents' head at the time, um, our basement was just completely full of, of t-shirts and 50 pounds is about 130, 140 t-shirts. Mm. Um, and we buy them from a dollar and a quarter a pound. I remember it, uh, like it was yesterday, but that's crazy. Yeah. So, and, and you'd, I, you'd I'd get, tell, I'd, I'd be excited for my kid. Yeah. I'd be like, mm-hmm. wow, they're doing something different than, uh, playing video games and just, I mean, we did all that too, but you're yeah. starting a company, you know? Yeah. That actually, you know, that was kind of, um, what really got me going. It was finding little levels of success and it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holly, how did you come into this picture? Ooh, good how, how did the better half come in? Is this a college <laughs> thing or? Um, Chase and I met in college at KU. Okay. And just really great friends. Um, I moved out to Los Angeles after college. That's right. And uh, that was kind of when Chase was starting Charlie Hustle. And I just wanted to help where I could, being long distance and helped with photo shoots out there and some yeah. marketing. <laughs> yeah. Our very first photo shoot for, uh-huh. for the Charlie Hustle launch was. I just sent her a bunch of shirts, and she took care and of it. And I pulled the models, <laughs> got the photographer together. That was a mutual friend of ours. So you guys were friends at this point, or were you dating? We were... Um, talking. Gosh. We were talking. We were talking, yeah, trying we were, to figure it out. Yeah. Um, the timing would be right for us to date, and we were both just doing what we needed to do at that time in our lives. Yeah. I was out there uh, pursuing my dance career. Cool. Um, and he was getting ready to branch off. So we were both just there to support each other. What was the first, we have a minute and a half left in this uh, segment. Um, when did you actually launch? What was that like? Because I'm, I can't, I, I don't remember that. So mm-hmm. was it, was it a, was it a website thing? You yeah. Put up a website with a few t-shirts or what? We actually, we launched in October of 2012, I believe. Um, and you know, before that, we were doing different events, and I was selling stuff out of the trunk of my car. Okay. You know, weird, but you, so you were you were a brand at that point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, uh, but the website was kind of you know it was, a, it was about a year in in the works, um, and I was I was doing a 
different design job and um we launched with 16 t-shirts and actually that's a lot to launch with right yeah at the time thinking about it it yeah it was and i think but it was a you know a learning lesson of you know where we started with wicked threads and then this thing it was like if we're going to go all in um we need to have a decent offering here (laughs) right but the 16th shirt that we Actually, the the last shirt we chose to put in that mix was the Casey Hart. <laughs> which which, which one of, was that? <laughs> was it gray? Was it the gray one? Yeah, it was the gray one. Yep. Yeah. That's and the, pretty cool. And the day of our launch, we sold 27 t-shirts, which is pretty good. That's really um, good, actually. Yeah, because basically it's pretty much your friends and family that know about it at the time. So 27 shirts and 14 of them were actually the Casey Hart. So we knew we had something kind of cool there. But it is cool. And uh, we'll talk more about this, but you guys started off with some uh, wholesale as well. I think that's where I first saw you in, in a local store. But um, I'm interested to talk to you about that. I want to talk to you kind of about kind of the journey and how it grew and then kind of look towards the future on the rest of the show today. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today on 980 Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us today at 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. Uh, appreciate connecting me as well on social media and at grillnationshow.com. I'm going to post photos of our guests today uh, up on the website after the show, and you can always listen to all of our old shows there. Joined again by the folks from Charlie Hustle. Their website is charliehustle.com. We have Chase and Holly McAnulty, who are the Woo-woo. co-owners. Owners. <laughs> I don't even know your titles, but you guys are the face of the brand, obviously. Um, okay, so wholesale. Uh, you were telling me a funny story off air. We, I'd love to hear it about we walked into stores with duffel bags of T-shirts. And at the time, nobody was selling Kansas City merchandise that was local, I don't think, for the most part. I mean, there was no vibe or hype around it um mm-hmm. tell us about that story because i know you went to the bunker west side story one of those places one of your first wholesale opportunities yeah the bunker and the west side story thank you thank you you were our very first retail stores um i just remember chase walking into the bunker one day with a bag full of shirts and they told him sorry the manager is out <laughs> when really the manager was there and once he pulled out the heart kc shirt he recognized it and I was like, oh, wait, 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 bring that kid back. And that was kind of how the first They bought a bunch of stuff. Started. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting. It was like, uh, if I wouldn't open the bag, you know, where would we have been? <laughs> One of those kind of <laughs> stories. Well, but, it's uh, like, you know, like, it, it's, you have to, I and mean, when you have a website, obviously, this was 2012, right? So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if social marketing or the the ad type game was really popular yeah, yet. Really. And so how how do you... How do you drive people to your website if you're not branding yourself in a store, right? That was kind of the conventional wisdom back then. Mm -hmm. You guys eventually decided to open up your own stores. Yep. Tell me about that, how that all happened. and Because when you got a place on the plaza, I think people were like, wow, that's Mm -hmm. kind of a big leap, right? Surprise us, too. (laughs) I think, uh, actually, Holly reached out about a tent for the Plaza Art Fair. Okay. Um, Genius. Yeah. We wanted to just kind of set up a... A little tent, and they came back to us and said, "Well, how about a store?" And um, we, we knew to that. Sit down and be like, Glug. "Well, you have to staff it, right?" I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other 
bag of employees and we'll get into kind of your guys's team but yeah uh, what uh, what was your thoughts around that you were established at that point yeah it was it was wild i think uh it was what september i remember boulevard doing kind of a a little holiday (laughs) Mm pop-up shop and i we were like that was what encouraged us a little bit along the journey you want to test this for three months without you know it was low risk we didn't have a um a lot of money to put into it um the brand was starting to perform and royals were winning Mm -hmm. it was a it was kind of a just a perfect storm of Mm -hmm. a lot of different things paul rudd pops up on national tv so people start to hear about the brand and um it was actually the perfect time to put up a story more pros than cons yeah and we actually they gave us the plaza gave us um the basically the closet of armani exchange um vineyard trying to remember how that worked yeah vineyard vines (laughs) had moved in there um, and they took up two thirds of the store. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the whole, uh, you know, real estate. And so that first year was more like a pop up, right? Yeah. You didn't, yes. I mean, now it's like a legit. Yeah. And that was the plan, just to go there, try it out for the holidays, three, four months, and then be done. And yeah. after that, it worked out so well. Three then months we turned signed, into nine months. Yeah. And then we signed a lease for five years. Five and, years. So mm-hmm. tell me about that because that's interesting to me. How you decide as someone who started an e-commerce brand, really wholesale e-commerce, t- deciding to do that because because you know it is Kansas City. I know you guys want to grow on a national level even more. Yeah. We'll get to that later, but that is that's a big deal, right? To 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 do that to have a brick and mortar shop. Yeah, I, think I know it's kind of trending kind of back <clears throat> towards that now. It's kind of weird, like you're seeing like Orby Parker and and and. Um, the Thai bar and, and whatever. There's three bonobos. Mm-hmm. They all have storefronts all over the country. Well, now. You, we know where you shop. Huh? <laughs> I was in Boston. I was like, I bought like $500 of stuff at the Thai Orby bar. The <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that is kind of taken on when yeah. before it was like straight to you e-commerce. Well, I yeah. think there's something to be said about having an experience for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlie Hustle had become, you know, I got into this to do collegiate apparel, mm-hmm. but it had become this really civic pride focused brand. And it made a lot of sense for us being in Kansas city to, you know, do a, a, a shop in basically the, the main shopping center of Kansas city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good location. It's yeah. a great location. And we got super lucky. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of things that happened. Um, Did you see a change from your website? Uh, orders when that opened no. yeah well, you did see a change <laughs> oh yeah well because i wonder because you know you're gonna have tourists in the plaza and you're gonna have people like me that are getting a gift for someone and you're running there real quick yeah yeah you know? but mm-hmm. it was brand awareness more than anything people started to recognize oh you know they could actually go in touch and feel the product mm-hmm. you know we were literally trying to bring back that 70s and 80s bit and feel and um and then I think once you become aware of the brand, you, you know everybody's shopping online anyway. So yeah, no, um, I, I was I was talking to a friend about Les Miles and how like I thought Katie would win six games. I've made a bet on it for the <laughs> next five years, and now he's sending me your T-shirts. Yeah, like, oh, I, which one do you want? I'm like, I don't want any of them. The Kansas, <laughs> ones. Kansas football one. I love it. But uh, man, you might sell more of those. Yeah, the, that might be a new. Uh, might be changing the game here again. Oh, it's, More Kansas football sales. You know, when when the teams are the local teams are succeeding, it's it's huge. For I mean, the the Royals, the Royals thing was was kind of the like 
e-commerce the whole nine yards. That was kind of the big deal. Yeah. Oh I remember. It kind of launched mm-hmm. a lot of local people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You was, guys were lucky you started in 2012, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We got ahead of it. I think, uh, I remember October 29, 2014. I remember it like it was yesterday. But Holly and I, mm-hmm. it was it was the night after Paul Rudd pops up and he's <laughs> on national TV saying, this is my favorite T-shirt. He was wearing a one of the light blue Casey hearts. Yeah. And he hadn't taken it off all playoffs. Um, so, you know, we were sitting at dinner almost almost in tears. Of yeah. Good tears. Mm-hmm. But it was like, how are, we gonna, how are we going to fulfill all these orders? Sold out. You know, our printers couldn't keep up. We were sold out of everything. We were putting stuff up online that we didn't even have in stock um, just to kind of try to keep up with demand. Yeah. But then you have to go do the work. Mm-hmm. And, you got to ship uh, it. At this yeah. time, we were You guys were still shipping your own stuff back then. You were, oh, yeah. yeah. This time, we were probably getting 25 emails a day that we had to answer to. Up till But at that moment, we had about 600 emails a day coming through. Wow. And you were selling, I mean, we're talking thousands of t-shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's insane. It's and at a, the time, you probably had, what, five or six people? You weren't very big. No, I mean. It wasn't a very yeah. big operation. It was really Four. just. That was before we were even down in the crossroads, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had moved, I think, 2015. Okay, the so you were That's still where we had moved. Yeah, <laughs> but we were we were way out south, uh, I think 162nd in Metcalf, <laughs> so far out there, in a little, <clears throat> you know, one room office. And I remember Holly and I we were up till three, four in the morning packaging shirts. We had my brother. And one of his fraternity brothers, they came in, oh, yeah. you know, on the weekends, and uh, helped us package. And we, that was we, kind of when you guys realized you had to, you yeah. had to type it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah or actually, a bona fide business, you know. And I think you get into business, you have to have some kind of vision, um, but you never know exactly how it's going to go or how you're going to get there. But mm-hmm. I think it's important to see the future. And the Royals made it to the World Series again, which also prolonged your yeah your uh, <laughs> your journey there, right? Yeah. It was a good run really good. for the it's local not, economy. I'm knocking yeah. on wood that uh, for for you guys and for others that the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because that would be a uh, a really good thing for the city and for local businesses. Mm-hmm. Chiefs really all, all businesses. Yeah, Chiefs are exciting. The, I mean, you guys did a collection with the Chiefs. That was yeah. kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. They're an awesome organization to work. Mark Donovan's with. been on the show. Donovan. I saw him the other day. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's three steps ahead of anybody in yeah. any room. Isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, sharp. Just just a cool cat. But so you guys, had, had you done, so you established the brand and then you had done stuff with the Royals before or was that after the Chiefs? That was before. before. Okay. They kind of latched on to us as, you know, they kind of saw more some and that, more. Some more branding there. Yeah. More mainstream, not just people like us, but, you know, the. The guy watching the Royals game. Yeah. We, you know, you got to do whatever you can to kind of leverage those opportunities. I, I remember even just 2013, we put up a, a Kickstarter campaign with the Negro League Baseball Museum. Mm-hmm. And um, little things like that over time that you can kind of leverage and latch onto, that's what really gave us some legitimacy. You're doing the, uh, a lot of collaborations, I've noticed. Charities. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's kind of important. You guys, right? Plaza Lighting, you guys yep. did something with them. You've done stuff with 
you know, a lot of different charities, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, obviously, Big Slick. Um, American Heart Association. How do you guys, well, we've been over this actually mm-hmm. once, I think, when I was with Sock. You get, we're we're kind of like, you get so many requests <laughs> for free stuff, you almost have to, like, yep. do these partnerships. Because if you don't, there's an auction somewhere with your heart t-shirt. <laughs> every, yeah, every day exactly yeah. so that's kind of interesting how, how did you navigate that like just all the requests from charities is um, there, there has, there has to be a plan right start with that i just <laughs> feel like from the negro league um from that collaboration with the museum that helped us then see that it's, it's just best to collaborate because you can leverage your brand with another brand you're helping out each other that led into Big Slick with Children's Mercy Hospital. Um, the first year, we kind of snuck some T-shirts into the into the guys' hotel rooms. There you go. <laughs> and then the year after that, we became their official T-shirt creators. They must love you guys. <laughs> we love them. They're so fun. Awesome to work yeah. with. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, that will continue to grow as well. Uh, after the break, I want to talk to you about kind of the licensing journey. Yeah, so I think that's interesting, uh, and also kind of talk about kind of your growth w- with your team and what's actually uh, going to happen next. You're listening to the Grill Nation Show on 980. Welcome back to the show, Grill Nation here on 980 AM, KMBZ, and on iTunes via podcast. I'm your host, Jason Grill. We're talking to Chase and Holly McAnulty with Charlie Hustle, charliehustle.com. They have a shop on the plaza. They also have a shop in Lawrence, don't you? We sure do. Tell us about that, because I read about that, and uh, you're just taking on a lot more things. You're your <laughs> alma mater. How's that going? And what oh, was that? so exciting. That was, was that a, you've done so many great things with them that they just... You decided to go for it? Is it in the bookstore? Where's it at? Um, that one kind of fell in our lap in a really great way. At the perfect time, we have been wanting KU's license for years, and it took us three years to get it. And then last March, um, McLean's Bakery here in Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, they reached out to us. They were expanding to Lawrence to do a McLean's Market there, and they wanted to bring in a local retail store. So they reached out to us, and boom, just Perfect. Yeah. And the week before, I was actually up in Lawrence looking at spaces. I mean, this whole thing started from wanting to see something else in the market up in, up at KU. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a full circle thing. Definitely. Full circle. Very cool. Yeah. I got to tell you guys, I was the first state representative or politician to ever have a cool T-shirt. Everything <laughs> was Gildan, and it was cotton, 100% Heck cotton. Yeah. And I, American Apparel had just started, I think. Or uh-huh. it was, and they had a website where you could make a T-shirt. And I swear I had more people buying the or donating to me just because I had a T-shirt that was, like, comfortable. Yeah. People's, people tell me their wives still wear it. You like, this is 15 it. years later. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> like, why do you have a Jason <laughs> Grill shirt on? Uh, <laughs> Your face. They're, they're, they're hilarious. <laughs> they're one with my face, one with the state. But my point is is that they were comfortable. They're the tri-blend. And yeah. nobody had those yet, really. I mean, it wasn't a big mm-hmm. deal. And so when you're talking about being in college, like, they, I still like look for those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, in bookstores when you travel, but uh, that's cool. So the Lawrence store is a functional going. It's, going. it's all KU stuff, correct? I can't imagine you have yeah. any other stuff in there. Yeah. Maybe Chiefs, KU maybe stuff, some hometown stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's pretty much, it was kind of our test on, you know, will this work in a campus setting? Uh-huh. Is it something we could take to Columbia? Yeah. Um, and we're still kind of working through that. We just opened in April. Summer's pretty dead up there. And mm-hmm. So we're we're figuring out ways to kind of bring people in. You know, basketball season just started, so that we're kind of hopeful with that. But mm-hmm. it's more of a, it's, <clears throat> it's low risk. It's more of a cool marketing opportunity for us to really show off um, all we do with KU. Mm-hmm. And you guys, when I met you, you hadn't done any of the licensing yet. For the, for the most part, you might have had one or two colleges. What's that been like? Because that a lot of people talk about that and how difficult it is to to get yeah. licenses. And yeah. so you're creating all these T-shirts that are, you know, maybe you get a cease and desist, maybe you don't. But they're like right on that cusp to where before you get a license, where if you have a team like a, a burn orange shirt or something, yeah. and Texas could say, well, that shirt's a little bit too orange and too close to ours. But you guys actually went through the process to get all of the licensing from all these schools. Mm-hmm. How yeah. the heck did that happen? I mean, that was that was the dream uh, overall. But uh, Wichita State was actually our very first license. And um, that was kind of a, a cool step. It was when Wichita State was kind of making their Final Four run um, and just as the underdog. And um, we had an uh, opportunity to kind of um, get in with them on the licensing side, took it and ran with it. They wanted some cool stuff. They were kind of a smaller university and I think a lot of the smaller schools they don't have great access you know the consumer doesn't have great access to really cool mm-hmm. stuff and um so they gave us a shot and um it helped us grab some of the other schools mm-hmm. I think you know we had like Baylor was next and then K-State and how did that mm-hmm. happen though did you guys who who do you talk to for something like that like Usually who's the person at the university that- licensing director or someone in marketing yeah. So I remember you guys had someone that was doing that, and then you just you just do it to all the schools. It makes sense. Is that well, it's actually Amanda Beasler. Yeah, Matt's <laughs> wife. She yeah. was she was our second hire, really. Yeah. Um, and we knew we needed kind of that licensing help. Um, she that was her background, um, so she kind of had the relationships going a little bit already um, with the with the schools, athletic directors. Yeah. Um, whatever way you can get in. Mm-hmm. And is a lot of them are like excited to have you do it, and some of them are like it's going to cost you this, but it's going to be a three year deal. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's the coolest part about it. I think is you know we started building kind of a portfolio of maybe a dozen schools. Yeah, um, and now we have over forty, and people are coming to us. You know, hey, can we get some of your stuff for like North Dakota State? You know. Who knows? Who knows, right? Yeah, they're, 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 big, they're kind of a big big uh, football yeah. program. Bison mm-hmm. pride. Yeah. I like it. And then they can put it in their bookstore and then yeah. you know, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So you guys kind of caught lightning in a bottle with the KCR, but I've read something that you know everyone thinks about it from the Negro Leagues, and, and you said that there was something on the plaza also that like people had KCs and hearts on the walls in like the 1920s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Tell yeah. me about that. Where, how, I mean – I mean, so this is kind of a thing, and that they, had, you know, you have the pens now. I mean, this has been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the coolest thing. I think, what was it? Uh, early 1900s, the railroad stations, the railroad tracks had a um, a little Casey heart pin, or is a heart, and it just said Kansas City across it. That's cool. But 
we've always celebrated, you know, KC being the heart of America. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just never really like explored it maybe on a t-shirt mm-hmm. um, or on a, on a flag or on a city yeah. symbol or anything. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. You know, everyone, most people know the Monarchs patch. Um, they had that when Jackie Robinson was playing for him, they had the patch on the shoulder. Um, even the plaza in the 1950s, their light pole. And we have one, uh, a buddy of ours, Chris Harrington from he West Side Story. He, he found one in an antique auction. Oh, wow. And he just gave it to us. I was like, that is the coolest <laughs> thing because this, this helps tell the story. Mm-hmm. It's like we just brought the Casey Hart to prevalence mm-hmm. on a, a shirt. And I think it's more than anything, it's become our duty to protect that for yeah. Kansas City. There's mm-hmm. so much history about yeah. it that you people could, don't know about. Yeah. You could take this thing many different places. People have asked, why don't you do NY and L.A.? It's it's a, more about the well, but Matt Baldwin did that. Yeah, with his hat, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I've no, I actually, I saw one in New York when I was walking down the street. Someone had one on, and I was, I, I knew it was Baldwin immediately, just mm-hmm. being from here. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, it's kind of a hard, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about that because you know it's hard to recreate uh, what you guys did here in other markets. That's yeah. kind of the the, yeah. the big thing that if you conquer that or figure that out. You know, that's a gold mine, and that's a national. That's big our biggest. Time. That's our biggest challenge. Right but you're now. not in Cleveland. You're not in, you know, wherever Seattle. It's hard to. Mm-hmm. You didn't grow up there, you know. So yeah, there's a lot of um, great companies like us in other cities and in other areas um, that do really well. I think, you know, there's Homage out of Ohio. Um, there's. Now, have you Steel talked to these City CEOs yet? Pittsburgh. Have you talked to any CEOs? Talked, yeah, I've talked to a few here and there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're all kind of playing in our own markets, but also trying to kind of branch out into others. And our focus right now is to really own the middle of the map and try to apply the culture we've created here to maybe Nebraska. You know, Omaha mm-hmm. doesn't quite have that. I, I think that's there. smart. <laughs> I think that it's smart to, the more that I talk to people on the show, it's like, whether you have a co-working space or whatever, like if you can do what you did in kind of more of those middle market cities yeah. that don't get the the love like the big mm-hmm. cities do, there's kind of a uncharted territory there. Yeah, but I mean, there's so much passion and mm-hmm. and pride in these. I think Midwest, you know, um, and you guys now do more than t-shirts too. You've, do. you've really branched out into a lot of different other apparel and, yeah. mm-hmm. and accessories, yeah. right? Yeah, we're creating our own fleece, our own garments, actually, all across the board right now. We um, have a manufacturer in Los Angeles. That was a really long process to find just the right one. And yep. so... That's yeah, an interesting we industry. jogger <laughs> pants, crew neck, fleece, sweatshirts, hoodies, t-shirts. Seen joggers. Hats. I've seen your sweatpants. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We even have a... Uh, uh, nobody knows this yet. This is the f- a first. On the <laughs> let's, let's, let's Drum roll. Now we actually have a, a Christmas sweater this year that's coming out. I think after Black Friday here, but um, always wanted to do it something like this, and you know it's cool to see it come to fruition. And it looks it looks good. It looks it's pretty so cool. Good, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna so fly out pretty fast. But and uh, so all those different things take a lot of effort, you know, with manufacturing. Yeah, I mean, you figured out how to do a T-shirt, obviously, pretty well, but actually making pants 
and you know fleece like you said in a sweatshirt and a hat like that's that's not easy as people think it is no <laughs> and honestly like our first <clears throat> last year was our first time with a whole collection of fleece and you know they weren't great um, we weren't good at it like we were with the t-shirt yet and but you keep refining and, and this year's collection is so much better mm-hmm. and um how many how many how many things do you have now for sale total like how many skews do you guys have we got over, hundreds right yeah we got over a thousand SKUs, yeah. I think. um yeah our our warehouse has grown you know almost a hundred percent the last four years and now you you focus on steady growth so mm-hmm. you kind of yeah i think a thousand skews is a, a ton so it's a lot you might right, even rein it back in on you know what's what's our real focus here and try to grow a long-lasting business that's awesome jason holly are with me from charlie hustle we have one segment left on the last segment guys i want to talk to you about <clears throat> kind of some of your uh, biggest struggles biggest breaks uh branching out again out of the casey heart you know to try to grow uh your team size and uh, everyone's evolution in the company uh and, and whatever else you want to talk about maybe gets to your favorite spots here in kansas city as well you're listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here at 980 AM KMBZ. And if you're listening on iTunes via podcast, I appreciate it. Chase and Holly McAnulty are with me from Charlie Hustle, charliehustle.com, the uh, the owners, the people behind the brand. It's been a fascinating hour with them, just kind of picking their brains about how they built this business. Um, I want to know one shirt that you thought was going to be a, a huge seller and it was a total bomb from each of you. <laughs> well, and there's a lot a of few bombs. times, yeah. <laughs> but what was, what was that one that you were like, God, I love this shirt? Like, you, you, you find shirts that you'd wear all the time, right? But maybe someone else wanted. Yeah. That you thought mm-hmm. was going to just kill it. I mean, there's tons of, there's a couple of different KU items. That, yeah, I'm thinking KU. Yeah, I have in my closet that I'm like, why, why, did, why didn't this work? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's literally my favorite shirt that we made. Um, but... I mean, there's there's always different things. It's it's funny now because we have different focus groups to help yeah. with those decisions, and we ask we have, you know, over almost twenty eight employees now. Yeah, talk to me about mm-hmm. that because yeah. it seems like that really shot up a lot in the last yeah. few years. Yeah, well, your employee I mean, half team of, half of that is retail. the store and retail. That's kind of a whole other sector of business. And but we got fifteen salaried in office employees a lot of people think our office is like the plaza store mm-hmm. like they'll show up there for a meeting and you're like <laughs> no no we're down in the crossroads. you guys you guys have the crossroads office where i met you we we actually i was officing there and i met you and then you started going there and then next yeah. thing you know you bought the building yeah mm-hmm. so now you have a building in the crossroads yeah yeah it's in a cool area it's a growing area east crossroads mm-hmm. yeah i kind of caught that one too like good break a lot yeah. of development around there it was yeah yeah it's still happening on that level of just I, I think we had an opportunity in february to to purchase it the area was just booming um and we took it we had no clue what we were doing in that realm and still don't but mm-hmm. um it's 
It's pretty cool. What was, what are, so who are some of your guys' biggest mentors or influences in the community that affected you, um, to do this and to learn, to continue to grow? I think we both can say that Jeff Hutzel. Yeah, you had him on. I had him on. I need to have him on every year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just, he, he challenges you to, I knew I needed help a couple of years ago, just more business knowledge. Everything we built was from a creative standpoint. So So that's your background. Yeah, yeah, graphic design and um, vintage t-shirts pretty much <laughs> mixed the two together. But but Jeff's kind of came in and really helped me um, understand business on, a, on a, another level in real time. Something, things that you can't really learn in school, but you have to experience. And, and my mom, for me, was a huge, um, she was actually the first designer at Gear for Sports. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I used to go to their sale every year as a kid. Heck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Around Thanksgiving or Christmas, it's right around now. Or it's something like a warehouse sale. Yeah, it's massive. I used it to was get a ton of best. cool stuff there. A lot yeah. of Notre Dame sweaters, a lot of Mizzou stuff, stuff you couldn't find. You'd be set up for the for the next year, you know? I still have some of those in my parents' house. I, I go back, That's and I'm so like, cool. I think this is going to come back. Yeah. This, this, this furry sweater it that will. I had. <laughs> yeah. Sounds you know? great. And it but, does. So that's cool. So that, that, that definitely affected you guys. And um, I'm just curious now, as we look forward, you know, what are kind of some of your goals? You said you had, what, 28 employees, 15 mm-hmm. salaried. You got a store in Kansas City and a store in uh, Lawrence. Your e-commerce seems to be doing well. I mean, how do you, what do you envision moving down the road um, in the next couple of years? What are your goals? What are your, what do you really want to see? What would be the, the, the coolest thing that could happen to Charlie Hustle? Well, we, Holly and I talk about this a lot. And honestly, Holly, I think we've built some business acumen now and it time to try other things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly's kind of been doing the yoga thing for the last five months, months and going all in. And, um, there might be a studio or a business uh, of some sort in that, um, in that yoga. Got world. the entrepreneurial bug. I yeah, want to bring health into the corporate world. Like I would love to bring that into Charlie Hustle and other businesses. Yeah. I just think you need to find that work-life balance where you're working with your head down on the grind all the time. You also need to find time for yourself, stretch, breathe, move around, recenter yourself so that you can work even harder. Yeah. I don't do yoga, but everyone I know that does it is in a pretty good mood. <laughs> and they seem to be very balanced. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should start. Well, hey. <laughs> I go to Woodside and there's packed yoga houses. And you, know, you go to the other places in town, like the downtown, there's always packed. And everyone I know seems pretty chill when they do yoga. There's a big difference. It's great. When, when great for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. You seem a lot, you guys seem pretty calm <laughs> for people that own the company. Pretty chill. Yeah. With employees. I mean, yeah. that's stressful, right? It is. Yeah. Having yeah. other people's lives in your hands. Exactly. Um, and they're yeah. having kids and, and I don't, so yeah, their families are growing. Yeah. And nobody will ever fully understand it until you're in that position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wouldn't want it any other way, but it can be a lonely place too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not easy to um, do it and, yeah, we have an awesome group of people. Um, but I think, you know, to the original question, we have a lot of great resources we've built with Charlie Hustle. Um, and so we're looking at, you know, what's it like to start another brand or um, what's it like to, you know, make great garments and mm-hmm. challenge American apparel. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. um, I think this 
Charlie Hustle was kind of is still just a really fun thing that we created and built, but the things you learn along the way and the resources you gain, um, that can help take you to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I always think about that too. Like what's next? And I, my ideas are fleeting. Oh, you but probably like, get a ton. But here. I see, I see, uh, <laughs> you know, like I think like, wow, it would have been really great to have pants like I'm wearing right now that are from Lululemon that are like workout pants, but they're comfortable as heck. Like it's hard to even put on a normal pair of pants, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like suit pants now, or, you know, it's like, uh, athletic dress shirts that are like stretchy. Oh, it's done. Yeah. It's done that. It's like, what's the, <laughs> but you can do it better. Too. Yes, yeah. Exactly. I mean, what you had a, the the sock idea was yeah. yours, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I think then I, I made enough money off of it to buy a house at Bellus Park. It was yeah. great. <laughs> well, the, there you go. I think the cool part about it is you What's just next? you just did it, you know. <laughs> and that's what people don't realize. It's like you just just go do it, yeah, because it it, it will happen. Yeah, you just got to will it to happen, and you'll find somebody that can help you. Yeah, mm-hmm. with whatever idea you have, and then it's all yeah. about hustling and working hard i mean you guys like we were were always at every trade show those are long hours yeah every yep. sale every holiday boutique mm-hmm. every whatever yeah but know? it was it was eustress you know it was stress that you created if, yourself. I, if you have to answer one more question of what why are your socks different that was like every person <laughs> that walked up and then it, everyone started wearing they're purple not. socks they're and you're like they're really not <laughs> just, 10 years ago they were but now they're not yeah. um so what do you guys like to do? Okay, we have a minute left. I know you're big Jayhawk fans. Uh, wh- where's your favorite spot to kind of hang out locally? You locally. too. When you guys hang out and have dinner or whatnot. Oh, Give us a little insight here. Well, we used to live in the west side, mm-hmm. and it was novel every Tuesday night. That yep. Just sit at the bar. You know, you don't need a to cute little house. buy an expensive dinner, but, you know, a glass of wine and yeah. a few small plates would do it, and mm-hmm. it was just the mystique of that, but. We recently moved, and we're still trying to find what that date night spot is. Yeah, so, I mean, not enough time. Yeah, we'll wander on down to Pizza Fifty One because who doesn't love pizza? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of <laughs> where we go every. I mean, Friday there's. Now. I think the city has so much happening. Yeah, and there's so many new spots popping up. So that's what's fun to really explore. Definitely is. Well, uh, good luck to you guys and everything you've accomplished. Uh, Chase and Holly McAnulty from Charlie Hustle. Their website is charliehustle.com. Uh, appreciate you coming on the show today and um, obviously keep in touch. Congrats on everything you're doing, and I hope that it continues to grow and you guys can spurn more companies here in Kansas City. Thanks for having Thank us, man. You, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for great. listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week.